0: Do we have Joe? I think he could
1: do this easily. We do we have Joe. We got the Hall
0: of Famer. Joe Thomas is with us. Woo! Hey, what's yeah. up,
1: guys? Thanks for having me on. <laughs>
2: congratulations. Uh, congratulations, Joe. How did that feel when uh, when when you got the knock on the door?
3: First of all, congratulations to Tyvis that his hips still work. Uh, unfortunately, his <laughs> golf game is broken. Uh, no, the knock was amazing. Um, it was so special to me because Walter Jones was the guy that they picked to do the knock and he was like my idol as a kid. And he was the person that I modeled my game after when I was in college and then early on in the NFL. and so he was at the door, but the best part was that my kids went to the door thinking that their friends were at the door because it was right after school on a Friday. <laughs> and they saw Walter Jones taking up both door frames with a giant gold jacket on. And then they ran into the kitchen to tell me the news. And my son says, daddy, we made it. We made it, daddy. And like <laughs> For a second, I was like, we made what? Like I was so confused and caught off guard because it happened like 17 days before the Super Bowl. And I assumed, it was going to happen probably you know a couple days before uh the nfl honors which is the night that they announced the class um so being caught off guard having walter jones basically tell my kids and then having my son tell me that we made it was like the best possible script i could have never have written
2: can you confirm or deny that you were in your underwear when the knock on the door came
3: Well, thanks to my lovely wife, she made me put pants on uh, because (laughs) the ruse from her end, because she was the only one that knew, was all right, we're going to go to dinner with the neighbors tonight, which is Friday night. You know, we like to hang out with the neighbors, we like to have a good time. So I was like, okay, great. So I was just like kind of hanging around the house in my underwear, getting ready like most men do, waiting till like, Two minutes before we we're supposed to leave and I would That's go get it. changed and we can go leave because the last thing I want to do is spill something on the outfit that we're going to wear. So Very it's easier to just it. wear underwear. right? And she's like, just go upstairs and put put some pants on, please. And I was like, we got like 15 <laughs> minutes. I, I got plenty of time. We don't have to do that. We can talk right now because she wanted to get the, the kids into the kitchen because we're taking a family trip this summer. So we were going to talk about the family trip just to get away from the door. And so I was like, we got plenty of time. I don't... She's like, just put your pants on. Jeez, Louis, just go do it right now. And, you know, being a good husband, I was like, all right, whatever. Jeez, lay off, lady. We're going to go to dinner with our friends this Friday night. Why are you so mad? Oh. And so I'm that I did put pants on, thankfully, before the knock happened.
4: Joe, was it at, at, at any moment that you think that you weren't getting in? Because I know I got a couple friends who – you know, they, they are a little doubt about whether or not they get getting in. You had this amazing playing career, playing left tackle for the Browns. Was there any doubt about you becoming a Hall of Famer?
3: I felt like my resume was pretty strong going into it because like anybody that becomes a semifinalist and a finalist in the Hall of Fame, you look at all those other guys that you're essentially competing with those with for those five spots, and you say, all right, you know, how am I doing compared to other players from my position that are in the Hall of Fame. And then how do I stack up against these guys, right? If it's, you know, Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, (laughs) Tom Brady in your class, you're going, "Hmm, I don't know who's going to be that fifth guy, but I, I got some stiff competition. Now, I think our class is fantastic, but the fact that there was no other like surefire first ballot quarterbacks in our class Saved a little bit of extra room, and I ended up being the only offensive player. So, I felt pretty good about things. But yeah. you still get a little bit nervous once they announce the finalists because you just have no idea how the voters are going to uh, sway.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think any of us had any doubt whatsoever that you were going – yeah. you, you and Revis were the two guys that were like felt like your things. Joe, I got to say, uh, first of all, you know, and I put – you know, you've always been – beyond a football player and and not that you and I have ever hung out but I've interviewed you a number of times over the years and you have always been so nice so friendly there's a lot of superstars in sports that will maybe only talk to ESPN or national media you've always been kind you've always been friendly you've always been willing to do an interview and you're a Hall of Fame guy as far as I know and I just wanted Mm. to say congratulations personally because a lot of stars don't take the time to talk to local media and be cool like that and you've always been fantastic above and beyond so thank you
3: well i appreciate that bull i've always tried to make my priority when i'm dealing with media and i have opportunities to you know tell my story or talk about what happened on the field to prioritize the local media right because they're the voice of your fans they're the voice of browns fans throughout the country and i felt it was always really important to try to build that relationship because as you guys know like you guys have a job to do to cover these players but that doesn't mean we can't enjoy this job that we're doing together me as a player you guys in the media and have a good working relationship where we enjoy our time together it doesn't always have to be acrimonious between the media uh and the players because in the end those guys are your conduits to all the fans that are out there that are so diehard about what you do and what the team does he
0: just gets it you know that video sorry but There was—I can't remember now if it was the Browns that put out the video, but there was a video where you had your family in there and your nieces and nephews and Betonio's on there and Max on there and all these people—and I got choked up watching it. You must have been—I mean, I I can't remember who put that video out, but it was great. It was amazing.
3: Yeah, it was the Browns. They did a great job. Once the. Hall of Fame was official, and this was before I knew about it. Um, yeah. I don't know who told them. I have no idea. That still remains to be seen, but they found out about it, and so then they reached out to a bunch of players and family members and, and friends of mine to have like that little video to be able to put it together, and yeah. they gave me about a six-minute cut-up of it to watch when they were at my house on Monday before honors, and I was just a ball of tears. and yeah. it was so emotional seeing all those people take their time to talk about what our friendships and our relationships meant to them and that was so cool and, and one thing I'm really excited about is there's a longer version that the Browns have put out I think it's you know 30 some minutes that because wow. of the craziness of the last week I haven't had a chance to watch it all yet but my wife and I said you know we're going to our farm this weekend so I was like Friday night we're going to put the kids to bed we're going to pop a couple beers and we're going to watch that entire thing oh, and nice. we're going to make sure we got two boxes of kleenexes because we're going <laughs> <eat it. laughs> to you,
5: you know joe man you know sometimes you know people don't they don't get the gravity of what they doing until you know it's too late and you can't give them their flowers you know i was a kid who grew up in canton and i could see the pro football hall of fame from my like bedroom window right and um, so, you know, when, when the Browns left in 95, I became a freshman in 96. So I played my whole career in high school not having a team to root for. So I didn't even watch, you know, I didn't even watch professional football, right? So, I, you know, I watched college and different things like that. And, I, and when you guys came back in 99, since getting a team, we all know how bad the Browns have been. And I used to sit there and go to the – my aunt used to buy – tickets to the Hall of Fame and we used to always go to the Hall of Fame induction and I used to always sit there and wait for like me being a dumb person like I would wait for like I thought like that the, every team got a shot at it. Like I didn't know that you <laughs> had to be good and then go and I would watch the Steelers come and they would have Steelers there every year. They would have all these other teams and the 49ers and I would be like man like when the Browns going to be on there and when I finally grew up and didn't understand, like, wow, you you actually got to do something and put in work and be one of the greatest of all time. And to have, not have that, you know, watching the team and t- for the team not to go to the Super Bowl, man, it when you made made the Hall of Fame, that's like everybody's Super Bowl. You, mm-hmm. you, you do realize that. Like, that's a lot. We ain't seen a Super Bowl. I talk to Jay all the time, man about what them colors might look like on a Sunday or, or that week before, how we'd be talking. But for one day, we at least get to see somebody we watched in that uniform with them colors actually, you know, represent all of us. So, you know, I was, I'm, I'm super proud of you and I want to thank you for representing the Browns to the fullest. We ain't got a championship with no no trophies, but for, for that day when you get inducted, you gonna have a trophy for everybody. You carrying a whole lot of people with you. So I just want to say that to you and salute you for that, man.
3: I appreciate that, G. Certainly, it's been amazing hearing other Browns fans tell similar stories and talk the exact same way. Like, hey, since we came back, we haven't had a lot to cheer for. But this moment, this opportunity to cheer for one of our own who's going into the Hall of Fame now, it makes us so proud. And for me, the happiest I've been in the last, two weeks was when fans have come up to me and said, you have made us proud to be Browns fans. Mm-hmm. And that's all I've ever wanted to do in life. Like When I was a kid, I just wanted to make you know, your parents proud. And then in JV football, you just want to make your coach proud of you. And then in the NFL, I just wanted to make Browns fans proud. And now as a dad, I just want to make my kids proud. Wow. And so to have people stop me and say, like. We haven't had a lot to cheer for, but you've made me proud. As a person that has a hard time sometimes talking about himself, that has made me glow with happiness.
2: Have you decided who's going to be your presenter? Big Nuggets. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, besides McNuggets, if he's not too busy that day. Yeah.
1: I'm free in just,
6: August, Joe. I just killed the stand-up
1: routine for the first time. I'm sure I can kill my first Hall of Fame.
6: speech.
3: You're, you're at the top of the list. If not 1A, 1B.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. That, that was one of the things that I haven't really spent enough time thinking about yet. Um, I, that was like on the to-do list this past weekend was talk to other Hall of Famers and ask them how they – decided on their presenter. Uh, and then I just got caught at the bottom of too many beers. Yeah.
0: Joe, I've got, wait, I've got the answer.
3: <laughs> Happens to me all the time. I've got Joe. the
0: answer of who should induct Joe. We should get all 500 quarterbacks you block for <laughs>
5: <laughs> to all do one line. Wow. That would be the greatest of all time if you had. <laughs> listen, you had to get Bruce Krakowski, and then you get McCown, Seneca Wallace. You still couldn't find Johnny Manziel.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
6: yeah would he, he can
5: come
3: find as now. Billy Joe Manziel or? Johnny, that'd be the question. In <laughs> costume with the Groucho glasses,
6: or his body.
1: We have to play auto mechanic or Browns quarterback with Joe the next time. Yeah, that's up. true. Dig that game Ooh, up, Joe. Oh, we'll that was a fun but game. But you know, I tell you what takes
0: this to another level of a Browns player for the first time and forever getting in the Hall of Fame is the fact, Joe, that you played your whole career here, and obviously you had chances to leave. We all know the story about the Broncos wanting to trade for you. I'm sure there are a million teams that wanted to trade for you over the years, but you never wanted to go. You could have gone, you you know, won a Super Bowl with Denver, but it it meant more to you to stay here. In the end, any regrets at all? Or is it like, because I think it's special that you played your whole career here because you don't see that a lot in Cleveland in any sports. So I think it means even more that you stayed here the whole time. But any regrets on that at all or, or no?
3: No regrets, because my goal when I got to Cleveland, more than anything, my highest priority was to turn this team back around and win a Super Bowl. Like, I knew the history of the franchise. My dad's side of the family is all from uh, the Toledo area, so we used to come back here for family reunions. So I knew all about the history of this organization and how many championships they won back in the day. And so when I got drafted, I was like, I want to take this team where it is right now, which is in not a great spot, and I want to turn them around and, and turn them into Super Bowl champions like that would be the greatest story that the NFL has ever told and I want to be a part of that story and I've always thought that the greatest satisfaction in life is building something from nothing from ground up and to be there when the hard work and the blood and the sweat and the tears are shed and I've always thought that guys and maybe they will never admit it but I, I gotta believe that deep inside the guys that you know get traded to a team in the middle of the season or you know get picked up late in in the season or maybe aren't even on the roster because they're on the practice squad and then they don't even play like it's a little bit of a hollow feeling to win a championship but i think the true joy and the true happiness of wearing that super bowl ring is when it was like this is cool. This is a symbol though of the journey and the hard work and the process and the memories that got us to win a Super Bowl. Not necessarily just winning that game.
0: That's a great point. Yeah, it was it funny that really you bring that up because it reminds me. I don't know if anybody I don't know if you saw this, Joe. I don't know if any of you guys saw this, but I forgot. Melvin Gordon was on the Chiefs this year at the end of the season. Yeah. He got <laughs> I forgot he was there because he didn't play at all. And after the game, somebody was interviewing him. It was like some British or Australian station, I don't remember. And they were like, how does it feel to win a Super Bowl? And he was like, well, I didn't do anything. So, yeah, I get, you. I, I, you know, I, I, I get your point. It's like, yeah, it wouldn't have been the same. Like, had you won here, it would have been super special. Unfortunately, they never put enough talent around you. I'm curious, I'm curious Joe. Like, right now, we were just talking about this. The Browns have three players that could potentially be Hall of Famers. Joe mm-hmm. Pettonio, Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett. Like, obviously they gotta play longer, especially Miles and, and Nick. But those guys are all potential Hall of Famers. Do you agree with that? And and you got three potential Hall of Famers, we gotta win, right?
3: I, I agree, man. Uh the team's got talent. We gotta start yeah. winning. And I'm expecting it to be next year. I know this year was kind of crazy with the quarterback suspension situation and all the things that revolved around what happened. But I'm really excited about the addition of Jim Schwartz. I think he's going to get that defense Mm -hmm. figured out. But um, it was cool. I got to spend a bunch of time Friday night with Alex Mack uh, and Joel Batoni. We just kind of all ran into each other naturally in the hotel on Friday night. And we said, hey, man, we got to go get some cigars and have some beers and talk about our time in Cleveland. And so we found (laughs) uh, like an empty outdoor patio. And we spent about two hours together talking about that stuff. And I was talking to Joel about, you know, how long do you want to play? And, you know, dude, like I I was trying to tell him without being like putting pressure on him. But like, you're very close to having a Hall of Fame resume right now. And as much as I'm enjoying this moment, like if you or Alex, because Alex has got a good resume, but he's probably somebody that could we'll have to wait and find out because right. i think he's got like seven-ish pro bowls like five or so all pros um but like with joel i'm like dude you play a few more years you absolutely have a hall of fame resume and the joy that i would have being able to come back and celebrate you as a hall of famer would far exceed anything that i'm experiencing right now wow. with my own induction
0: man that says a lot about you I'm- and, and joel by the way has picked up the torch of being one of the best guys to he talk has. to the media. Yeah. He's yeah. awesome as well. He's always Treat, great to talk treats to. Treats the media great. Yeah.
2: Um, I, I was wondering why at the ceremony on Thursday, uh, you were actually introduced by Tim Brown, who has <laughs> no connection to the Browns other than his yeah. last name, and everybody else was, was introduced by someone, a Hall of Famer from that organization. Mm-hmm. And then I got to thinking, well, how many living Hall of Famers are there? And I know that, Ozzie, and obviously Jim Brown, who was in the building. I'm wondering how it worked out that Tim Brown actually um, was the guy that introduced you. Do do you know how that happened? Yeah,
3: I'm going to give you the number to the guy that does honors because I was wondering that same thing because we were standing (laughs) backstage, you know, there's like the five of us, and then there's the um, the older older inductees. Uh, I feel bad. I don't know what the official title of uh, the legends inductees. The senior, there you go, the senior inductees. Uh, so we're there with like Joe Klecko and then the families of Don Coriel and um, yeah, right. some of the other guys. And uh, the person that's like running the show is talking to us about, okay, somebody's going to announce you and then you're going to walk across the stage and everyone wants to know like who's announcing who. And they're like, oh, it's a surprise. We have somebody special for everyone. And I'm like, oh man, who's it going to be? And I'm I'm trying to rack my brain like, okay, could it be Browns players? Could it be offense? If it's not a Browns player, which I didn't really know who it would be, maybe like you said, maybe Ozzy would be somebody that would do that. But um, I didn't see him there. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's probably not him. So then I'm thinking, well, maybe it was an offensive lineman. That would make sense. Um, and then I walk out of Stim Brown. And I was like, okay. I mean, you're <laughs> what cool are you guy. doing I mean, here? There's zero connection. Like, you, I didn't even grow up cheering for you. I mean, I grew up a Packer fan. So maybe, like, have Leroy Butler. I know he's here. Maybe he can introduce <laughs> me. That was an interesting choice. I think that maybe they just ran out of people and were like, all right, who wants to do it? And he was the last one to raise his hand.
2: Well, I know Jim Brown was there. The camera showed him a couple of times. And, and uh, we talked about this on the show. He, he didn't look well, and my guess was maybe it was it was the NFL's intention to have Jim do it, and maybe at the last minute mm-hmm. he just yeah. he didn't. He was, I don't know if you saw him or talked to him at all, but um, we're we're concerned about his health, obviously, because yeah. I saw him just a short time ago and he looked great, and I was I was yeah. somewhat taken aback at at his appearance.
3: Yeah, at the Super Bowl, we were in the Browns suite with. With Jim Brown and his family, and mm-hmm. I think it would have been a tough situation for him to do that announcement. So that mm-hmm. certainly, definitely, could be possible.
4: Yeah. Joe, now that you're a Hall of Famer, you know your people. People, these kids nowadays will start to listen to your words. What advice Not do my you kids. have? <laughs> what advice do you have to like the high yeah. school left tackle or kid mm-hmm. that want to play, you know, offensive line in the NFL? Because you know we got kids that maybe watch this show. We got parents mm-hmm. that watch this show. What's some advice that they can tell their their kids that's playing football?
3: Yeah, I like to tell people if it's important enough for you, you'll find a way to get it done. And that kind of goes for a lot of things in life. And then there's one thing I like to say that I think was stolen from uh, Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick, and probably, for, uh, you know, Bear Bryant before him and Vince Lombardi before him. And I think it's one of those things that has gone through the ages as a, a football coach ism. But there's three things that you can do that can separate yourself from your teammates and give you success in football or in life. And that is be on time, pay attention, and work hard. And if you just keep the focus on those things, you can have success in no matter what you decide to do in life.
2: Good advice. It's, it's uh, great advice. Hey, Phil Taylor's coming in the studio at 1230. That's a large human being. <laughs> it is a large human being. So I, I want, do you have a good Phil Taylor embarrassment story that we can use <laughs> that he has no idea that anyone else knows about? Anything Ooh. that we can use to, you know, sort of just uh, break the yeah, ice with I'm trying them?
3: to think if there's um, a, a story nobody knows. I, I don't know about that, but I do know that uh, me and Hawk on our podcast the tomahawk show we talked about a fight that we had during practice with phil taylor where he ripped garrett gilkey's helmet off and beat him over his head with it And we were talking about it because Whoa. of uh, there was a fight with Aaron Donald, if you remember during training camp, where he yeah. was like, hitting yeah. with helmets, yeah. and I remember Phil very vehemently denied that he ever hit anybody on the head with a helmet, even though we watched it on the practice day. <laughs> <laughs> the practice well, over. that's the story so we're going to get him happened, with. He's still trying to deny it, so you got to ask him. You got to put him on the spot about that. That is helmet.
2: absolutely the story we're going to hit him wow.
0: with. Hey, hey sure. Joe, I'm curious. Like we've talked to you about Jedrick Wills before. Mm-hmm. Obviously, his play's been inconsistent. I, yeah. I, do you? Do you worry, uh, I mean, I don't even know if you want to say this, because, but like, I worry that maybe it, following you at that position or any Hall of Famer, you know, that's tough. Like, Browns fans, the one thing they're used to getting is great play at left tackle. They, never, they may not be used to getting great play many other places, <laughs> but they're used to having a, a left tackle that we never worried about. And Jedrick's play is a little more up and down, and I think, maybe part of us subconsciously just expect him to be great because you were great and that's not fair to him so how do you think he's handling that and and do you still have hope for him being a long-term answer at the position
3: yeah i'm not sure how he's handling the criticism because certainly it's out there obviously anybody that pays attention to the media or social media and you know understands that he's got his detractors and And I think a lot of them have reasonable cases because the play has been inconsistent. And the frustrating thing for Browns fans and certainly the team is that you watch him and for stretches of like several games, he'll put together really good performances. And then he has like some really big brain farts. And then he lacks effort in those moments where he feels like he doesn't know exactly what he's supposed to do. So then it just compounds it. It makes it worse. So like, all right, I get it. You didn't know exactly what you're supposed to do on this play. And then you decided to just stand there instead of go hit somebody. Like if you don't know what to do, just go hit somebody. Then you're, you're never going to be wrong. But when you stand there and you get nervous and you kind of go into that shell, it makes it worse. And then I think in the era that we live in right now with social media, people can pull up like clips, right. And put them together and make somebody look either really good or really bad. And so on the whole, I think Jed is a top half of the NFL offensive tackle from a performance standpoint. If you watch some of the frustrating moments and you make a highlight clip of them, it can make it seem like he's worse. He's performing worse than he really is. And so I think it'll be interesting to see what happens this next season because he has, definitely shown he has the ability and at times he can put together long stretches of consistency, but to become one of the highest paid guys in the NFL, which certainly when you become a free agent and you're at a premier position like offensive tackle or pass rusher or quarterback, and you're in the prime of your career and you're proving that you're one of the best 10 or 15 guys at that position, like you become because the salary cap is always rising. One of the highest paid players, at your position. And I think it'll be interesting to see what happens because unless the play continues to improve consistently, it'll be a lot of back and forth about like, can you pay a guy at the top of the market? That's not consistently great.
0: Joe, let me ask you a food question here. I know you love food, even though you've gotten skinny. Now we've talked about, uh,
5: begrudging. If
0: you could only can't use the oven, you can only use the grill and you could only have chicken, beef, fish or pork the rest of your life you got to take one of the four only using the grill what are you choosing
3: am i allowed to sous vide and then grill or does it have to be just straight grill
0: uh, 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 no you can you can have the the extras yes you can have the you extras. just
3: can't you just can't smoke is what you're saying
0: yes right
3: okay yeah uh pork i would say pork because there's just more parts that okay. you can do different things with And you can make more people in the family happy. You know, like my kids, they like beef, but they only like certain cuts. Um, But with with and chicken, like sometimes they just won't eat chicken for whatever reason. But like with pork, you can take any part of that pig and you can cook it. Uh, on the grill, you can do it a bunch of different yeah. ways, and it can be tacos, it can be quesadillas. Yeah. I do these things called taco bombs for the kids that they absolutely love. I do, like, a shredded pork shoulder, so you can sous vide it and then finish oh, wow. it on the grill and then shred it. And then you take a, a nonstick pan, you put some shredded cheese in until that starts melting. Then you take a tortilla and you mel- basically, like, fuse it together, and then you oh, flip man. it over, <laughs> and then you put that, uh, <laughs> that shredded pork right in the top, and then you put whatever sauce they like. So oh, they I'm sauce starving together. now. So, so how are you? <laughs> you yeah, put a little yeah, cookie cookie sauce it. in there and then you roll it together so it's like a little mini burrito yeah. and then you put the seam down for one. like 15 or 20 mm. seconds uh, on the hot pan and it kind of seals it all together so it's like this little mini burrito Then you can cut it like diagonally Oof. and it makes it almost like... Uh, we'll like what we to get Asian, Joe and Adam, uh, <laughs> no,
5: How are you not hosting a cooking <laughs> oh, show? Oh, so is
3: delicious! My question. I'm getting hungry here. Well, well, yeah, me, oh, man, well, I should well, be. When me and Bull eat, do a cooking show,
5: cook. we pulling up on Joe <laughs> Thomas. We gotta get Joe. Right? We gonna yeah, pull right up there. We are gonna have him give us these little burritos or whatever they call it. I mean, yeah, maybe
3: little taco bombs. I love them. And you know, speaking of pork, like if you take the baby back ribs, you can cook them like a chicken wing almost. Like the little rib endings, you can actually do like all the seasonings and make it just like a chicken wing. So I think pork gives you more versatility and more variety, so if you only get one, you go with that. That's a great they call. They be
6: hungry. I
7: agree.
2: McNuggets is dying to get a question in Go ahead, Mikey. <laughs> Joe, my man, congrats.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. by the way so pork so tenderloin so plays so like so so better, bike, but it's they better can't, and cheaper I can't so write so the story <laughs> of McNuggets without Joe Thomas so and I think when Joe goes to the Hall of Fame I'm not sure oh if we can write man. the Joe <laughs> Thomas story without McNuggets either so this is a very Makes special sense. moment for two best friends here <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you man? <laughs> oh. okay my real question though Joe I don't know if anyone's asked you this or if you've given any thought to it but every player inducted gets their Hall of Fame bust and I would like to suggest to you this is less of a question more of a suggestion you should be crushing a Great Lakes beer in your bust
3: oh I don't know if we have hands in our bus. So that uh, might be like an air drink. somebody pouring it into our mouth, uh, which might look a little bit funny. Um, but I, I will say that one of the questions I was a little bit caught off guard with when we did meet with the sculptor over the weekend was, do you want to be like fat you? Or do you want to be like you, you right now? And I didn't realize we got a chance to think about it. But I, I did tell him, I'm like, the guy that's in the Hall of Fame is the chubby kid uh, that showed up from Wisconsin at 315 pounds and played in the NFL. Like this less chubby version of myself uh, should not have a bust in the NFL Hall of Fame because I can barely jog down the street.
2: <laughs> Who asked that? And wh- how could you not be offended by that?
3: He <laughs> it was, was the fat? sculptor.
6: It was the
2: sculptor. <laughs> the sculptor? Did yeah. he really did yeah. he really say, "Do you want he, to be the fat
4: Joe or the skinny Joe?" Well, he
3: didn't he didn't exactly use those words, but I knew what he meant. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Joe, Joe, how did you slim down after the point? I need to know. I'm going the other way
3: yeah so uh exercise that helps uh, <laughs> i do i do okay all right, all right. Uh, on a serious note um i reduced the carb intake because i was but i was just so ridiculous in the other direction i mean i was eating like a quart of ice cream and a sleeve of girl scout cookies every night well, I'm, Ooh, I'm yeah. not doing that. so don't do that <laughs> don't do that, that. <laughs> uh i had a little intermittent fasting and then just picking and choosing right like pick and choose your moments like this past weekend I think they say ad libitum Just eat whatever you want, whatever you feel like. But then, you know, you got to tighten it back up when you're at home and you're not in those social settings.
7: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft.
5: There you go. That's well,
4: Jay, advice, Crawford, Jay Crawford, Jay Crawford just had an ultimate feast at his place. But you know what? The, I, I, I use Joe's. That's exactly
2: what I do. I, I on just a, told y'all what it was. I don't have a cheat day a week. I but I know where they are. You know, I know. Like yeah. I'm, I'm hosting a Super Bowl party. Hell yeah, I'm gonna yeah. eat like a fool. Yeah, but. Yeah. Now I'm in. I'm back to the hard exercise. Celery. And, what about G? Celery and, celery and butter. And I eat healthy.
5: G, what about you? I, I've been drinking more water. That's <laughs> what I'm. <laughs> I've been getting my fluids up, Joe. Just it's all about hydration first. <laughs> then you go into it and and then i have been you doing flushing it. it out, is what you say. So yeah, I've been I've been working I've been walking upstairs more and uh just So you're been, not heavy, you're just bloated. Uh, yeah, it's 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 <laughs> flushing right now. I'm flushing right now. It's just a healthy mindset mm. right to it's first, right? Yeah, you gotta yeah, yeah, get there
2: yeah, yeah. mentally before you get there physically. <laughs> Joe, congratulations. Thanks, Joe. There the isn't best. anybody that deserves this more <laughs> than you Can't do. Can't wait.
0: Can't wait. We we will Ken's all be, be there in
2: August, and they're not going to have enough room. Oh, uh, my for God. the people that are going to want to be That's there fair. for the Hall of Fame induction of Joe Thomas. Joe, you're the thanks, best, Joe. Thanks, thanks Joe. Man.
5: And no, he don't got free tickets. No, you can't <laughs> have
6: <laughs> you. You enjoy The a pleasure's cool, mine, yeah, God. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. Thanks,
1: man. Thanks, Joe. So, can you imagine that? Will you imagine it's going to be insane? Oh, yeah. Thousands. <laughs> we have to do a live show. I don't care. I know we have to shut down the studio a day before and a day after. To move our stuff to do well, they show. won't let anybody in from the actual. Well, we gotta ceremony. go to we'll go to G's house in Canton. We'll do okay. it from G's house in Canton
2: because yeah, we yeah. look out your window. We can that can be the backdrop.
5: <laughs> I think I think that What's is. What's the a, point g- of doing that? That's a condemned he can building. can see the Hall of Fame now. from his window. <laughs> I he think that's, a condemned building. It might be a crack house by
1: now. I don't know. What wow. Doing <laughs> uh, I gotta get two things in real quick. No Bull, band Seventy-five <laughs> percent of people are riding with your bet tonight Good. of over four and a half assists. Good. For Donovan Mitchell, (laughs) and uh, while we're on the topic, let's tell you what the internet's saying about that interview with Joe Thomas because he truly is one of a kind, our favorite, uh, one of our favorite guests, and it's brought to us what the internet says. I got four hands here. Can I move this and talk? Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils at Eastlake Menor, Wycliffe, Minerva are hiring for all positions starting (laughs) at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Uh, everyone says they love Joe. Some people in the chat said they were crying when he talked about making Browns fans proud. And he was real, getting a little he emotional. Choked up. Yeah. Yeah. He was getting choked up as well. Yeah, And that was also, awesome. uh, a lot of responses to my question about the bust, whether it's helmet, no helmet, as we right. got Phil Taylor walking in here. The question is beard or no beard. Mm. We, we I think beard. I think By beard. the way, if you want to have
0: beer. him drinking beer in the bust, Maybe he could wear one of those beer drinking helmets instead oh, of that, yeah. you know with what the, I mean? With the things oh, on
2: the, the, side. Straws the coming straws. slasher. One. Yeah. yeah, SpongeBob. And yeah. I thought overall it was a great interview, except for. McNuggets, you got real awkward there. <laughs> talk, hey, Joe, my
4: man. That's that line that they dropped when
6: man. they about to ask for some wait, money. Wait, wait, wait. My man.
1: I texted Joe yesterday to send him the link. And your man. My guy, Joe. Yeah. My man. My Is he still your voicemail? No, it's not my voicemail. But I don't know if you guys that's can see creepy. this. His picture we automatically can. updated in my phone. Like contact image. It suggested, would you like to update the right. contact image? Yeah. So he had no contact image before. So I assume if you're a Hall of Famer, Verizon or whatever just knows. So I assume it would be him in his suit, like, at the Hall of Fame induction. Yeah. It's a picture of Joe absolutely pancaking someone on the Steelers. Good. <laughs> you know, I don't know who it is. I don't know. I meant to ask Bro. Joe. I actually blanked in my question. I meant to ask yeah. him if he chose – I don't know if y'all can see this. No, yeah, don't show his phone tight. number. That's oh, a, yeah, yeah. No, you can't see the number in that. Don't worry. That's
5: you a foul. I don't care if they updated it or not. You
1: can't have another grown man's picture It didn't give you a choice. It just it put it in here, and it's Joe Thomas. If we got Phil Taylor. we walk walking in a sec. Director Steve, it's not a picture of Joe Thomas just pancaking a stealer. Does does he we know, believe does, you, Mike. Does Steve know what pancaking <laughs> is? Hey, like, Steve, do you know what pancake is in football? <laughs> Steve, Steve like, we doesn't know what a pancake <laughs> is. Steve has no idea what hey, a pancake no is. Steve, he's talking about breakfast. We are not talking about breakfast. Also, just a reminder to everybody, for $1.99 a month, where's my clicker? I lost a clicker. PCC's going <laughs> to You're a disaster like, back there. <laughs> he got oh, I got, I got, listen, we got my man, Phil Taylor, about to come in. I know you is, said that for a time. 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 <laughs> my clicker. This is usually Anthony for $1.99 a month to become a starters-tier member of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. get gets loyalty done. badges, custom emojis, oh God, and member-only right? community knew, posts. For 4.99 a month, you become a coach's tier member. That's all the same starter to your perks. Overtime videos, <laughs> member shout-outs for tonight's Cavs versus Sixers game. Jason Lloyd will be texting, sending out uh, updates and some fun fact tidbits throughout the game. So make sure you guys tune in, join for that. Super cool. I found the clicker. So we're going to drop PCC. And we know uh, Phil Taylor's with us now. Phil Taylor does a podcast for BetJack. So guess what we're going to do? Because I'm a genius. We're going to promo <laughs> this whole interview. Wow. To us by BetJack. Which is... This is Sportsbook up. in Cleveland. Betjack, it is live now. Get in on all the game action. Download the Betjack app today so you'll be ready to go for your parlays, over unders, anything you want. Betjack has its Ohio Sportsbook. Nice. And now joining us,
6: know, for Brinch. Here he Brown's is.
1: Wait a minute. a minute. Hold on. He came Phil out. With, let me let me
4: yeah, pull mine gonna, out. He uh, pulled uh, his uh, jewelry out. Oh, uh, you know, let me pull he my doesn't my have little earring. He Come on now. You look like he a starter it. kit. Yours looks like the starter kit. You got
0: this. This dude, dude my Phil Taylor is the, is officially the first person to ever sit in that chair that doesn't look small in that chair. Oh, yeah, Usually yeah. we <laughs> put people in that chair they look tiny, yeah. but you don't.
8: Appreciate it. Appreciate Phil White,
0: why you know what's really cool is you still live in Cleveland.
8: Yeah. A yeah, lot love, of
0: players leave here and they don't live in Cleveland.
8: Yeah, hey, I love to hear since I got here, you know. Yeah. So uh, you know, I met my my wife here. You know, we started our family here, so we call it home. Here for good, huh? Yeah.
6: For now. Yeah. We
2: have got a lot to talk to you about, but um we want to talk to you we were just we just had Joe Thomas on and he said, Hey, listen, you gotta ask him about the time he took off his helmet and hit a man during practice. And he said
8: You're <laughs> don't, deny don't it. Always <laughs> he said about. you are going
2: to deny it, but he said he saw it with his own eyes.
8: No. Nah, I, 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 I even I even put up the film on Twitter if you guys go back and look at it. It was against my uh, my good friend Gilkey, Gary Gilkey. That's what he said. And right? uh, yeah, I didn't, I took my, I hit him with my fist, man. My, I know my fist probably looked big on film, but like, <laughs> it was, not was my on. fist, man. It was my fist, yeah.
2: Yeah, Joe said you were going to deny it, but yeah, now we got to find it. Is it on your Twitter feed?
8: Yeah, I think because we were talking about it. It was sometime last year, him and, uh, him and Hawk was talking about it. And That's I had, what he to, said. had to back up my claim.
5: <laughs> see, yeah. now, what, what's the most annoying, see, I used to play D-line. What's the most annoying thing, like, that would make you want to fight an offensive lineman? Yeah, I got Like, know. I don't like when they, I don't like when they keep going and then they try. When to you
8: already beat them and yeah. they push you in your back, just, yeah. just because. Was this training yeah. camp? Uh, maybe. Yeah, because that's where we get in all the That's practices. what I was say. Training. training camp is what the. During the season, time. everybody cool. Training yeah. camp, you, you, you try to looking at everybody. Yeah. So
5: yeah. Yeah, they be doing, doing dirty sneaking hey, stuff. Hey, we got
1: the clip, by the way, Phil. Oh, oh got
6: it. Oh.
1: It's sideways. Tag it? board, don't do me dirty now. Well, I guess we don't have it. Wait. Fade <laughs> well, we the black. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> okay, get on the video. okay, tag board's messing up. Uh,
2: <laughs> you don't have your problem
0: problems like this at your podcast, do you? No.
8: I mean, we ain't got the pop-up like that. Yeah. We, we just keep it simple. What
0: did you think when Joe got in the Hall of Fame?
8: Well-deserved. You know, a lot of people were, you know, giving grief about, you know, he got it before these other people. But if you look at his accolades and the fact that he went 10,000 straight snaps without missing the game, you can't say a lot of people have done that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you got to give uh, credit when it's due and he is well-deserved. What do you miss most about not playing? The games, the games, the locker room. You know, just being around the guys. I don't really miss the preparation too much. <laughs> <laughs> no one
0: does. Did, y'all, did
4: y'all, the, the, the Browns have conditioning tests?
8: Uh, yeah, we did. Did you? It was one of them shits. I, hate, I don't know who it was. <laughs> it ain't last that long, but. So you was able to, you was good. It was one, we had to run 2040s, right? <laughs> Twenty forty,
4: and then he was out. like, That's he was logic. like,
8: he was like, you got to run him in six seconds. <laughs> a, a I'm world. like, I ran five flat to get here. Right, like, <laughs> so you said I got to run nineteen more? <laughs> at, <laughs> at, <laughs> yeah, I mean, jeez. Yeah, it, it was crazy, man. Crazy. Oh man, I gosh. ain't paid too much attention to that. man get me to the field. What
4: did you think <laughs> of? The, what did you think of the Browns' defensive line this past oh season?
8: Inconsistent. Okay, they need a they need a leader up. Up front in the in the interior, you know, and mm-hmm. I felt like it, it was it was tough watching as a defensive yeah, tackle. It was, <laughs> it was, it was tough. It was tough. But uh, yeah. you know, being a brown and uh, not having that fight, you know, on that dog inside that interior D line is, mm-hmm. is a problem, and we gotta we gotta address that this season early. I
2: said, yeah. That. Hey, yeah. we have the video, so let's see uh, let's see <laughs> well, the actual video in question. This is Pruder film. We got turn to the
8: side. All right. Oh,
2: yeah, there was fist? definitely no helmet in your hand.
8: Yeah, my helmet was on what well, it head. was on was your that? head. Yeah, what he had doing? his helmet off. Do we know what year that was? Do you remember? Uh Miles Austin was in the film. So uh. yeah, that was Jason Pinkston. Oh, yeah, wow. that, was, yeah that was Oh, wow. That's that like might have been thir- 12 or 13. 13. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. All
0: right. So I was there for that trip. Um, yeah, Jason, Jason Pinkston still lives in the area too, doesn't
8: he? Pittsburgh. Oh, he he's down in Pittsburgh.
0: Pittsburgh, yeah. Oh, we can't yeah. talk to him no more. That's right. You know? okay, he ain't <laughs>
5: still, he's
0: still boiled. He's still, <laughs> great. He's
5: still I, Yeah. I gotta ask you, see, I gotta get to I gotta get to the real I gotta get to some street questions. Now I asked. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, gotta I, gotta I thought ask, Tybus would go there first. <laughs> no, I'm going. We ain't worried about none of that. Now I asked Tybus the same thing. I asked every NFL player, right? When you, you know what I'm saying, like when you you got your first check, what's the dumbest thing you bought? Mm. The dumbest thing? Like you'd be like, Man, I ain't even need that, man. Or or you'd be like, I wanted it at design and it just really wouldn't jump in.
8: I I don't know. I mean I ain't really go crazy. I I, I made sure I got, you know what I'm saying, my parents a house. That was the first thing really. Okay. That's but, awesome. Uh, Smart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I well, ended up getting a place in the same uh the same condo building where Joe lived, at. Mm-hmm. so I mean
5: for, so you yeah, I asked Braylon Edwards this question, right? Braylon was like, "Yeah, I got the Phantom off top." I said, the first year, you got the Phantom? Did, did, what was my, your my, first my, car?" Whoa, 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 whoa. My
8: first car was a Range Rover. Okay. Okay. It was. It was. It was simple. Ask was me simple.
4: what I got. What's the first thing you bought? Well, the first, so when I got my signable, it's $12,000
6: sign. You weren't a first round pick. No, $12,000
4: <laughs> undrafted. What happened with the money? I told McNuggets this. What happened, what happened was we was out on some jet skis. Those was OTAs. You know, I came in OTAs. It's like, yeah, man, let's go out and celebrate. Let's go get on the jet skis. Like man, I ain't never rode no jet skis before. So we get out there on the water and in Seattle. It's beautiful because you like your practice.
5: The water yeah, is right, right there.
4: there. Beautiful. Get on the jet skis. We sitting in the middle of the the, oak, the lake or whatever the heck it is and we just talking, but like, you know, jet skis drift on the water. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> mines drifted and hit the dude one of the other DBs and it put a hole in it. <laughs> so my $12,000 went to replace the it. A a was this guy? who oh, was it somebody, a second.
0: Was it somebody we got, that already hey got to figure
8: money? this out? No, he
4: was undrafted with <laughs> so was another guy like we yeah, was, was both undrafted. Yeah, 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 couldn't you? Yeah, you gotta Sherman go to baseball. Baseball. He could have come on. He know, Shurm, looked out. He gave me a little bit of the money back. All right. Shout nice. out to you. Sure. He gave me a little bit of the money back. <laughs> but yeah. It, yeah. So, but, but the first vehicle I bought was a challenger. I'm oh, good. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah good.
5: okay. That's yeah, great, too. Yeah. Listen, I had one of them. They repoed it, but it's all good. <laughs> you got to
6: knock, I, 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 I got they knock got on that. the door?
5: They got, they got me, Tuesday they came up. It was crazy. I'm like, man, I was hiding it at Walmart. I was like, you, know, I'm like, you ain't never going to find this. I'm putting this in my brother's crib. It's like, you ain't never. Man, oh, they're going to they go find
8: they it. They're going to find I it. I was thinking
5: about it. I was bored. I was
8: like, man, I might get me a tow truck and start repo. <laughs> I was
6: like, you, man, you I can't might be the most
0: intimidating repo, man. That could be a reality show. People crazy though. <laughs> Phil Taylor People the crazy, repo man. That would be oh, great. Yeah, that sure. would make a lot of money. That would be a good show. I, <laughs> I would we gotta put that on the list. <laughs> I, I would do. Taylor, watch repo that. man. Yeah. Or a down. bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my
1: god. Me <laughs> <laughs> no, and yeah. Phil Taylor bounty hunter. Oh yeah. yeah, That's yeah. Squad. McNuggets <laughs> and Taylor.
4: Phil, what's your what's your favorite moment from playing with the Browns?
8: <laughs> my favorite moment, uh I would say when we uh when we beat Pittsburgh at home and we had like nine turnovers. I know Big Ben wasn't playing. I think I think Charlie Batch. Oh. I think he was playing that game, but we was tearing him up. Yeah. And, they were, and We were just out there having had nine take away on defense. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. We had nine in the last two. And weeks. they still only one
0: by a point. Probably no.
4: yeah. <laughs> hey, win, hey.
0: win
8: is a win. You know what you can
0: say Big Ben didn't play, but the Browns quarterbacks were all basically Charlie Batch for a decade. Yeah,
5: yeah.
0: I'm riding with player. whoever we got out there. <laughs> you now what I'm do you like, think yeah. about Deshaun Watson? What do you think he's gonna bounce back this year? Yeah, I mean shit.
8: Sure. I mean he missed two years. Yeah. You know, he, he did better than what we what I expected, you know, after missing two years and uh you know, Jacoby as well. He did better than everybody expected in the first eleven games. He so. did. I think I think he'd be good. He'll bounce back.
5: Now explain to people because me and Jay talked about it. You know, we didn't had knee injuries. I went and tore ACLs. I told oh, me I told my
8: quad off the bone. All that.
5: Oh. a lot of people oh don't know. God. Usually when you a first round draft pick, you you gonna get a couple more contracts. You're going to play a longer period of time. A lot of people may not know like you got injured. Tell us how you got injured and how that ended up being almost career ending where, you know, a lot of people was like, yo, what happened to Phil Taylor? Like, what happened to, with Big Homie? So what, 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 what with that? It
8: was, uh, my first injury in the league was my pec. You know, I, uh, that happened May of, I want to say 12. And I came back, I missed the first eight games, and then, but my knee injury, I missed uh, like three weeks. And I was still having a problem with it. So I told, you know, our team doctors at the time, They didn't really quite know so i was like all right can can i get a second opinion so i went down to dr andrews got a second opinion and he knew right away what it was he was like in like 40 50 years of doing this i've seen maybe two or three and all about gymnastics people so basically it was some of my meniscus or whatever so long story short rehab that whole uh year came back camp uh, didn't do as well. Still having problems with it. That's when we had drafted Shelton and stuff that year. And I, I felt like I already seen it, seen it coming. So, you know, they're running Danny with the ones. I'm still helping them. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the guy to sit there and, oh, they're taking me off from the ones. I'm still, you know, showing love. And they end up releasing me. Set out that year rehabbing and stuff. Signed the Futures with uh, Denver. That didn't go well. And it was, it was basically the same knee. So basically I got two surgeries within a month. Because uh, the, the doctors we had at first, I guess they didn't look all the way and see the real problem. So they rehabbed me back in three weeks after that and and basically made me play again and was still messed up. So, I mean, it, the injuries did hurt. And then uh, when I got to Washington, I was, like, fully back. You know, I was finally getting over this knee. And then the third preseason game, they named naming the starter and then tore my quad. Mm-hmm. And it was like I was like that had to be
2: a picnic tearing the
4: quad off man the ball. <laughs> yeah.
8: it was t- it was more like physically coming back from him i was I was good at physically coming back from him it was just a mental toll just keep coming yeah, back yeah, from yeah, the injury we have we, talked about that it's, yeah it sucked it sucked, really it sucked. sucked. <laughs> and uh, my wife saw it and then after i we then came back from the quad and then freaking i ain't gonna say the the head coach name when I was in Washington, but training camp ones versus ones. He got O O line and D line. We doing goal line period, and he allows cutting. Oh,
5: and gone. then
8: I got an MCL. Oh cut, God, so. what? Yeah. That's,
5: that's why. They, that's why they got rules for y'all now. That's, that's why y'all crazy. can't handle no contact. Y'all was doing too much.
8: It, it's crazy, I mean, man. Yeah, I,
5: crazy. I, I'm feeling
2: I know which You went to Penn State originally, and then transferred to yeah. Baylor. You went um, to
4: Penn State?
2: Yes, sir. Yeah. Why, I why,
4: know. why not O
8: State? I don't. He had a. He had, a, he had a.
4: Okay, so why not?
8: Fickle recruited me out of. You should have took it. They went ahead, and you know.
5: <laughs> 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 just ain't a recruiting visit
8: now. I got
4: next. My D
8: line, my, my you... D line coach out there with y'all now. Oh, uh, Larry Johnson. Oh, that was your co-
4: Yeah, he was at Penn
2: State. At what point did you know I'm gonna play in the NFL?
8: To be honest, like midway through college, like so
2: at Penn State or
4: at Baylor,
8: probably Baylor.
4: Yeah, you figured out Penn
8: State. I was young, dumb, you know, enjoying the life, enjoying it. And then (laughs) uh, transferred down to Baylor, man. And coach Cosgazati, strength and conditioning coach there. He's now in at TCU. And uh, yeah, he just put me on a different game plan and then i was like oh okay so you could be yeah. something stronger then i was going against you remember jason smith the guy he went second overall out yeah. uh, of oh, baylor, yeah. baylor and i was going to get like my uh redshirt year down there you know everybody don't know they was like oh we just getting a transfer from penn state and i'm going down there and i'm you know I'm killing them in practice and stuff like that and he's supposed to be number two overall so i'm like oh shit, it might not be that bad so yeah. You know, going from Penn State to the spread down in Texas, it was different. But uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't change my route for anything. How,
5: how you got to see it up close, man. One of the coldest to put the jersey on. And every time I talk about this, man, it hurts my heart. Mm. You, you saw Josh Gordon up close. Oh, Josh. Gordon. How cold <laughs> was Josh Gordon? Like just being able to see him up front. Did he ever do something in practice or do something? You'd be like, how, how, how you get that off?
8: A lot of people don't know Josh like I know. He, he He's a super intelligent person. And the first time I met him at Baylor, you know how big he is when he was in the Browns uniform. Yeah. That's how big he was the first time I met him at Baylor. <laughs> and I'm like, where did y'all find this grown man at? Yeah. Like fully tatted everything. And yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, he gonna be something, you know, and it, it sucks things went the way it went, but uh. He's out in Seattle now with the Sea Dragons XFL. So hopefully, you know, what I'm saying that that goes well.
0: He, I mean, you think about he had a 1,700-yard season, <clears throat> and then he played 14 now, games. They, they didn't change the rule, right? Uh, with with bad quarterback that. Yeah. play, it sucks. He man. was a freak. Yeah. I mean, just the freak of freaks.
5: And I ain't gonna lie, bro. I mean, most of it was for marijuana. It's insane. It's
8: insane. And now
5: it, it, it ain't even. And you legal. can't get
8: in trouble for that now. It's
2: crazy. Came like, along 15 years too too soon.
8: Yeah. It's, it's if he so played
2: crazy.
8: now. Oh, if he played that's how, out, how, yeah, yeah. how
2: much of a distraction do you think all that was? I mean, obviously you're on again, you're off again. He was probably constantly concerned about getting popped. Um, how could he have been if he had no restrictions and just... I don't think there?
8: necessarily it was Josh. It was just his surroundings. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to... I wasn't the, the big guy to always have the, you know, the big entourage. You know what I mean? I, right. I kind of keep my circle small. And and that was the, one of the main things. Just, you know, he, he's just being just a good guy. And, you know, just having the wrong people around him sometimes, you know, kind of got the best of him. Can but, you
1: tell
2: a teammate... Because I know that Johnny Manziel, when he came here, he had the same situation, and we, we yeah. had Joe on before. Joe Thomas has been on with us other times. He tried to, to to talk to him, but sometimes these guys just you can't get to them. You can't. You, can't you
8: can only. Break you in. can only say. You can only say so much. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you know, what I'm saying? it's up to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it, it's tough. You know, because you always want all your teammates to be you know 100, and. Yeah you gotta at the end of the day, you gotta let some things let things, you know, play out. how They play out.
0: Mm-hmm. Phil, I gotta ask you about another teammate who hope fortunately is okay now, but from my perspective as, an, as a media member that covered him, he seemed kind of crazy and that was Peyton Hillis.
7: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Well, I mean, I know you play defense, obviously, so I don't know how much interaction you had with him. uh,
7: Was he? It's kind
8: of a blank slate with him. Cause it was like I think he was just around like my rookie year. Yeah, right. He he obviously he called my name during draft night. And yeah. uh But yeah, I mean, he was cool. You know, it was it was a little different. Like the whole little like him missing the game and the wedding and right. all that. I didn't really know. We just know he wasn't there. Yeah. So like we didn't really know all the details. Or right. Like that. So, I mean, I'm glad he good though. I heard about the little incident
2: yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm glad he good. Who told though. the story about? <laughs>
8: about him hitting
2: a deer or something and he just picked it up and threw it in the trunk of I his car somebody, and then went to practice. Was that Joe that told
0: us that? It may have been Joe Thomas. <laughs> One of your former teammates. What's wrong? If it was cold out, he was lying. He hit the <laughs>
8: deer
6: <laughs> and he
0: picked <laughs> it hey. up and put it in his trunk. <laughs> and took it to practice. And took
2: it to practice. And when he got there and he was telling guys about it like it was just a normal thing. He's like, yeah, man. I had a, I had a deer on the way in. I put him in my trunk. <laughs> Duquell told us that, by the way. Well, yeah. It was Duquell. You're right. Oh. It was. So these are for uh, true or false. Cool. It's a game we play every Wednesday. Tyvis thinks he's the best at it. He's not. Eight-time champ. He's been very lucky. Eight-time champ. It's a guessing
0: game. Could, the belt is on the line. By he, the way, you <laughs> got it. We got it. You got to the quell story. By the way, the DeQuell. Yeah. We tell us. Uh, tell he, us about DeQuell. He comes on with us every week. We love him. The, Other Quill, than the fact that he's bald.
4: Oh,
8: he loves- the first. The first time uh, the D line, we got him. Uh, we let him smell our little smelling sauce before the game. We, you know, the little ammonia pack? Yeah. yeah. We had about 20, 30 of them drinks in like a, a, cup. Uh, like a uh, water bottle. <laughs>
5: yeah.
6: Oh he,
8: he really know. Like he like.
5: <laughs> oh, oh, y'all dirty. <laughs> oh,
8: oh, he my. hit that joint. <laughs> <laughs> fell over in his chair. <laughs> in the locker room. I mean, like, you better chill out hey, when, you're, when, you're when
5: your
1: like, arms go limp to the side, Jaquel oh, yeah. was over there.
8: Oh, yeah. He had a great game that day
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we will cut that and play that for the quail tomorrow. Oh, high alert. Oh, now we now <laughs> breathing we, well. Now we know why the is bald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: why he got so many tackles. He's right? smooth. <laughs> That's fantastic. Fantastic. So, Phil,
1: essentially, I'm going to read you a question. If you think it's true, you write true. If you think it's false, you write false. Earl, you're going to keep score because Anthony's not here. We've got nine minutes, eight questions. We're going to fly through this. No. <laughs> Who's the player? It is Kevin Stefanski. Kevin oh, Stefanski. wow. Is a coach. Okay. True or false, Kevin Stefanski is the 17th head coach in Cleveland Browns history. I have no idea. In the history, this before 99 or more?
5: No, <laughs> ever. 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 Yeah. Oh, like even like the old Browns. Ever, yeah, yeah the old Browns. <laughs> They haven't had 17 Did since you, 99.
2: Yeah. Well. Close to <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a lot, but it ain't that many.
5: Yeah, this is out of here, you liars. All right.
1: False. Everybody's got false true. except Tyvis. False, false, false. Tyvis says true, and Tyvis, you are off to a terrible start. My oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. He's so. the 18th. The 18th. Oh, look at you, you a tricky dude, bro. Yeah, think like, he's always close. up in these shady. games. Yeah, yeah, I thought
0: that's was
5: no, like, gonna be
0: like 20s. Yeah,
1: I thought it was too. Question number two. Kevin Stefanski was a two-time all Ivy League selection at defensive back while playing at the University of Penn. He
4: played DB? I think he did. His said, don't lie, bro. Man, go on with that.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I, you he know what? He
5: the only
4: two that
6: can but say But this that. might be Andrew
5: Berry's stats,
1: though. Mm. False. False, true, false, true, false. Two of y'all are right, three of y'all are wrong. It is true. Damn. G Bush oh. out to a 2-1 lead. He was a two-time All-Ivy League selection mm. at defensive back. That is true. Man, I, I, got, I got bad respect <laughs> for him now. That's true.
5: Big, Big, Phil, Big Phil taking
1: up double teams for me. I'm coming free.
6: <laughs> I'm
1: clean right now. Question number three. Kevin's father, Ed Stefanski, was a 10th round pick in the 1976 NBA draft true or false i'll read it one more time kevin's father know, ed it was, was actually the 1975 draft you know in the, the 1976 know, man. nba draft he plays those games three for three two-thirds of the statement's true but not <laughs> yeah it, it, like false I, Bull says true i says true. heard says, this. True. I think I heard this says true big phil says false and g's three for three that is true i, yeah. I thought i heard Brown's that for statement is true come on And man. g bush
5: Suckers
8: Coming
1: through. out with vengeance. Man, listen, they you Try can't you
6: can't block me with fullbacks. <laughs> <laughs> fullbacks,
1: no right chips and tight has three. Bull and Tyvus have two I'm trying to go, Phil and Jay have
4: sucked this.
5: I'm going for the three Pete today. Gee, gonna, you are the Phil Mickelson of this game. I am. I'm the second
0: I'm oh, second. finishing in second. This hey, is what happens when you second. have
1: two dominant defensive tackles <laughs> playing side
0: by side. So, <laughs> oh yeah,
1: for sure. Question number four. Devanski has a bachelor's degree in mathematics from Penn.
5: Nah. He probably drew false. He's an nah, analytics fan. guy. Nope. He slid the math in there because he of oh, analytics. Stop it. <laughs> Everybody's got false except, except for
1: Phil. Phil. See, I can't even blame Phil because he doesn't know my tricks, but y'all read me like a book there. It is yeah. false. Yeah.
5: He got a degree in
1: communications.
5: <laughs> nah. He did? He did <laughs> <get> a degree <laughs> in communications. Nah, he ain't
2: put that to use yet.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he coach, goes. what went wrong? I'm learning as well, we go. Well,
2: obviously,
6: <laughs> we, <laughs> <go>. <laughs> obviously we time, didn't do, uh, what no, we do what we needed to do. We've all got again. to
1: get better, and we will. Question number five. I mean, Kevin That's Stefanski the was the first Browns coach to win the NFL's Coach of the Year Award since Forrest Gregg with two Gs. Forrest Gregg? i
5: never heard of him. I, play. I played. i uh, <laughs> never heard of me. <laughs> you're going to hit me with the? I don't know who that is. I don't know who that
1: is. Like. But I cool. think. Tyra says false. You don't remember Forrest Greg? I'm Everyone the only one says with false, you. but Bull and Bull standing on an island. It's time to celebrate. Bull, that is true. And Bull has yes. I thought. G. I thought Schottenheimer won that. He did not. Forrest Greg. No. Wow. Last year G, G and I are tied.
6: At How many four bull? Piece. Yes, yeah, sir. they do.
5: That is right. Dang. Hey. Mm. Next. That was my shot. What's your shot? You're
1: done. The favorite movie is Goodwill Hunting. Man,
5: that has to be no, no. He can't, he cannot like the movie about the proto-genius because he thinks he's a genius. This has to be false. As, this is as you put true. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I think this is. I think this is one of the ones that Mike is trying
0: to right. up, a a stink, double trick Right. Make us think it's a trick, it's a but double it's not. Flip. So I'm Will going says true.
1: Tavis says false. True, false, and true. How do you like them apples? The answer, though, is false. That means Timus and G got the right answer. G is now taking the lead.
5: I read the screen, McNuggets. How many more we got? I I
1: retraced my steps. Two more. more. I
5: need these two. All right,
4: go ahead. Question
1: number seven. I need to start over. (laughs) What do I feel? McNuggets share a birthday. True or false?
8: I don't know, Hell, if that other. was
1: true,
2: <laughs> we
4: would
1: have
2: <laughs> been eating <laughs> <known laughs> that every
1: single day. Every day, that's we definitely would know false. That. I feel like we would definitely know that. Come on now. False, false, false. Bull. Damn it, bull, you're right. Me and Stefanski do share a birthday. Yeah, you never day,
0: talked about
1: this. I know until yesterday looking these uh, up. Why would you know <laughs> a birthday? Uh, wow. Did not I, know until yesterday? What
0: are the standings? One to go.
1: You are tied with G. I Share a
8: birthday with Jackie Chan. <laughs>
1: <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be a good show. Oh yeah. So Phil <laughs> and so Jackie, the last question.
0: Does anybody else have a chance to catch us or no? Tyvus is no. one behind. Yes. Okay. Tyvus oh, is one God. behind. So
1: Tyvus can catch. Phil up. and I are like. We we have one right. Yep. (laughs) Last question. Somebody will say. Stefanski coached quarterbacks, running backs, and tight ends during his tenure with the Vikings. True or false? Incorrect. We have two minutes. Bull and G both say true. Tyvis says false. Phil. I got to go false. (laughs) The issue is our two leaders tied. It is true. Yes. Which means we need a. Tiebreaker in overtime? Now, now,
5: now, you know what the chat is saying? The chat is saying G. Bush will always find a way to come and say. <laughs>
6: <laughs> you know what?
5: It's Bull and G are
6: tied, yes. right?
2: We got a minute. You got to go. We got to
1: go <laughs> quick. Uh, OK. I will. Look, you got to be more it's prepared. It's got to be a, not a true or false question. This what must- year was Kevin Stefanski born?
0: Mm. Write it down.
1: Oh, we got less question. than 60 seconds. You got to go really quick. Closest
4: one.
2: This is like Final Jeopardy. The song is playing.
1: We know. got 30 seconds. Gee, I got 1980. Do you say 1980 as well? Yes. How y'all <laughs> both that's the right answer? How y'all both say that? We both got it. Uh, Don't did, be
8: cheating, uh, man. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> what's the uh, how many kids does the have? Quick. 15 seconds. <laughs> He's got three kids! Damn it! What's his wife's name? What? 10 seconds. Day? What's the overtime? Break the title. What
0: <laughs> oh,
5: miss missed the fence? <laughs> 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 Phil. On Bill, thanks. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Phil. Great bro. job,
8: yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I <laughs> said we just have co-champs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how tall is he? Six one and 3 quarters. Oh, my God, you got yeah, it. Hey,